Good day, everyone, and welcome to the New Dimension Podcast. If you're a new listener, my name is Adeni Jikoyensala. So previously in this month, we've been discussing once saved, forever saved, myth or truth. And we've had different people um, share their thoughts, their views, and what the Holy Spirit is teaching them regarding that topic. In the first episode, we had the privilege of inviting Pastor Simi Olaya. And in the second episode, we had the privilege of inviting Minister Emmanuel Mumohi. So today, today, um, okay, sadly, he wasn't able, we were not able to meet physically for this recording. But trust me, it's worth every bit of your time. Today, I have the privilege of having my own mentor, Mr. Tolu Aduradola, to teach us. And I hope that at the end of today, you are blessed. And you learn something. Tune in right after the short break. Praise God. Um, in a few minutes, I believe 10, 15 minutes, I'm going to quickly um, touch on the topic once saved, forever saved. Once saved, forever saved. And it's an interesting topic, very interesting one, because there are all sorts of, um, uh, what I call ideologies, you know, interpretations, you know, on this topic. Uh, but I would like to clear the doubts. Yeah, I would like to clear the doubts. And uh, just, you know, straight to the point, let you know that the that statement in itself is wrong it's not scriptural it's not scriptural at all uh, but um, i trust i trust god to help us to um, do justice to this topic within the limited time frame in jesus name um, thank you father for this wonderful opportunity to share your word to get insights, to insight into your mindsets, into your mind, into your templates. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit that gives understanding, that opens our eyes and makes things clear. Please, Father, let your word do what it is always capable of doing, which is give life to us to open our eyes, to enlighten us, to give us wisdom and direction such that it shines bright in our path and we would not stumble. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Blessed be your name forever. I submit myself to you. Speak through me. Speak through me beyond whatever it is I might have jotted down and prepared. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' victorious name, we have prayed. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Very quickly. Once saved, forever saved. And thank you to um, the New Dimension. Uh, and uh, my host is um, a very, very reverend pastor, Miss Koinsola Adeniji. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Um, I would like us to quickly just take a look at um, the book of Romans chapter 8 um, I'll just read maybe 1, 2, 3 
Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 3, and also do Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 19. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. Now, I'm going to be reading the message version. You know Romans 8 now, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh. So, but I'm going to do, I'm going to read the message version. I love the message version so much. Now, with the arrival of Jesus, the Messiah, that faithful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. That's the power of redemption there. A new power is in operation. And the spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a fated lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. God went for the jugular when, for the jugular rather, when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with the problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son, Jesus, he personally took on the human condition, entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. The law code, weakened as it always was by fractured human nature, could never have done that. Let me stop there. And let me quickly go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Verse 19. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today. I place before you life and death life and death blessing and curse now there's now an advice a further says in that verse it says choose life so that you and your children will live and love god your own god listening obediently to him firmly embracing him oh yes he is life itself a long life settled on the soil that God, your God, promised to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. May the Lord bless the reading of these words in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 What does it mean to be saved? You remember the topic, once saved, forever saved. Our thank you, Consider, for this interesting topic. Now, salvation, the word it means to be saved, it, it, it actually is a privilege, a privileged position that a believer can find himself or herself. Yeah, it's, it means redemption, as we read in Deuteronomy 30, 19, and Romans 8, 1 to 3, which I would love for you to, you know, take time to, you know, digest. Is also an adoption from condemnation and the nature of sin. The nature of sin that leads to damnation and destruction. So there's that adoption from condemnation to eternal life only through Christ Jesus. Only through Christ Jesus. As John 3.16 talks, talks about how God loves the world that he gave his only begotten son. He says, he says whosoever whosoever, pagan, atheist, gay, 
whoever, whosoever believes in him will not perish. Is a categorical statement. Is a confirmation. Say you will not perish, but you will have everlasting life, right? And we 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 like to bask in the euphoria of that very nice promise and all of that. But it comes with responsibilities. That is why one can lose his salvation. It comes with responsibilities. So if you have been doing good for a while and then you stop being responsible, you stop playing your part. Stop making the conscious decisions, making the right choices, then you can lose that which was given as a gift. Now, salvation is a gift from God to humanity only on the condition that you choose to believe that God sent His Son, that is Jesus, to earth to be born of a woman. One, two, that Jesus died, three, was buried. For rose up from the grave. This is the only qualification for adoption as joint heirs with Christ Jesus, our firstborn. I hope we got that. For the sake of time, let me just rush through. Now, thus, the statement once saved, forever saved is biblically wrong. As much as salvation is the ticket to eternal life, yeah, eternal life with God. Yeah, and and that as believers, it's our responsibility to choose freely. God gave us that power of choice, freedom of choice. It, it, it comes with a lot of responsibility. Even though all of this is is you know, all, um, even even though salvation is a ticket to eternal life and all of that, and they will have the responsibility to choose, a saved believer can actually carelessly throw away such a huge privilege. Of reigning with God in his kingdom. You can throw it away. You can throw it away. Joshua 24, 14 to 15. Because of the short time, I'm not going to read, but we should, you know, we can go back to check it out. Joshua 24, 14 to 15. You talked about how Joshua was talking about was you say that he was given an advice, choose ye this day who you will serve. But he says for himself and his own household who will serve the Lord. At the same time, the Bible also talks about how the wages of sin is death. Oh, yes, so I am saved by grace. Salvation is a gift. You know, it's the opportunity for adoption, you know, to become joint heirs with Christ. Beautiful stuff. But it now says again, the same Bible, the same God's word to us says the wages of sin is death. So it means that even though I've gotten this gift, this free gift of salvation, as long as as long as I believe, you know, it says that if once you believe, yeah, it will count it as righteousness. Oh, great, beautiful stuff. But believe me when I say it is possible for a saved believer to stop believing. Very possible. And the dividends. Of that, of course, if you stop believing, definitely sin has come in. And then the results, the what you're going to reap is death. And that death is also spiritual death, majorly, especially. Now, so sin, or what we call, you know, backsliding, can rob one of his or her salvation. This message of, uh, you know, there's a level of grace message that is being you know, preached 
you know that 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 makes believers that takes away the place of responsibility discipline takes it away and and almost encourages believers to you know to indulge in sin after all sin is pleasurable anyways it's just that it leads to destruction and by the time one has gotten to that point of destruction the so-called pleasure that you are enjoying yeah now becomes a a a, a reference point for regrets and sorrow may that not be our portion in jesus name the bible instructs us to watch and pray and the reason people watch or look after anything that is valuable in a secured way is because it can be lost so the bible tells us in luke 21 36 luke 21 36 it says we should watch and pray because your salvation that is a gift to you yeah if you don't watch and you do not pray you can lose it it means that a believer who have been saved can be carried away and become careless in the journey of life remember when you are saved your spirit man automatically is 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 being renewed yeah but the spirit lives in a body it lives in a body and this body in its form yeah must respond to what i call natural human tendencies if somebody pinches you you will feel the pain the same way if you know someone gives you a massage you feel relaxed now but you are a spirit being so if you do not subject this flesh yeah and over time over time yeah you now weaken your spirit he says the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak and so there's always that war now the only condition to sustain one's salvation is consistent holiness we're in a time where christians just want to christians believers just want to be able to how do i explain it how do i say it they, they, they want to they want to you know chop and claim out and move on like nothing happened you know they still want to just you know be cool chill you know enjoy vibes still do a lot of things that are worldly but still you know still push still push or be or, or project themselves as you know believers so, so you see even secular artists artists when they get awards secular artists that's that sings or raps about sex literally talks about masturbation you know you know and all sorts of drugs and vanity in his songs when he gets an award you see usually look at those points yeah i want to I, I want to give thanks to god which god but you know somehow you know it has stayed with us and somehow subconsciously we have you know accepted it and you know it has settled in our minds that is not the way to go that is not the way to go what do we mean by watching and praying there are real you know tangible issues that we have to deal with and there's the limitation of our humanity which every flesh and blood naturally responds to as i've mentioned earlier and so in many cases 
these issues are pleasurable but boundaries are needed to be adopted as believers you remember little foxes little lies backbiting yeah jealousy sexual immorality unforgiveness all of those secret sins and stuff if we don't watch out if we're not intentional if we don't set the boundaries if we don't tell ourselves the truth if we don't you know propose in our hearts to make the right decisions and choices we'll just be backsliding you know backsliding you know to 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 to, to on a lighter note he says yeah you are sliding backwards yeah you're going back you're supposed to be making progress but you are going back sliding and sliding suggests that something that happens smoothly and you know steadily is not abrupt so you may not necessarily be able to identify that uh, you're already you're already going backwards so he says luke 21 36 he said watch and pray prayer is the source of spiritual strength for believers for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but principalities powers rulers of darkness there are forces to be <laughs> there are forces that we have to deal with and so the place of prayer gives us strength so we pray on one hand and on the other hand we open our eyes you know we wash your face you clear your eyes you make sure that your your vision is not blurred it's not it's not compromised there's 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 the story of i i believe the founder of of the redeemed christian church of god parking Naomi. if I, I i don't know if i get that story i don't know if it was him or someone else how this person was supposed to pass it was time for him to go but God was just merciful to him to remind him of the fact that there's somebody that he has held in his mind unforgiveness. And God gave him a chance to beckon on the person and sort things out. Imagine if God was not merciful enough with all of the good deeds that this person has done. You know, the person sold out to God. Eventually, if the person just passed like that and God did not have mercy, the person will have missed it, missed reigning with God in it for eternity. We need to be careful. The Bible admonishes us to be sober, to be vigilant. It says, for the devil is roaring, he's going around, he's roaming rather, looking for careless and vulnerable believers to devour, to distract, to destroy. You can get that in 1 Peter 5.8. 1 Peter 5.8. The devil's main purpose is to keep the unsaved unsaved. So those that are not yet saved, those that are yet to even believe, he wants, to, he wants them to remain that way. And then the second thing he does, his main purpose is now to make the saved go back to their vomit. He wants you to discard this faith. And he does everything. Remember backsliding, I said, you know, you are sliding backwards. And it's a gradual process. It is steady. There are always warning signs that you know there are always opportunities for one to retrace his or her steps. And one can degenerate to the point where you discard all you once believed and fully choose to live your life against God's instructions and templates. And the truth is, these are the people that the Bible referred to, was talking, was talking about when he says. You that you knew the truth and then 
you got careless and you discarded the truth and you went all the way back into the world. It says that it will be easier for a coming to go through the eye of a needle than for people like that to come back to light. May God help us not to, not to, for whatever reason, carelessness, you know, issues of life, pressure, whatever. God will help us not to discard this truth, not to stop believing in the name of Jesus. Regularly, we need to do personal and objective, what I call spiritual checkups. This is the purpose and importance of retreats. We live in a very fluid world. We were in a world where at the tip of our fingers, we can easily be distracted. We can drift away from the narrow path without even knowing it. So we need to be, we need to be watchful. Yeah? <laughs> like a thief in the night, it will come. Yeah, the Son of Man is going to come to take his saints. It is only those people that he meets consistent, faithful, that will reign with him. And when Jesus is going to come, he can come. There are two ways, you know, whether he comes physically and we go with him or death comes. Choose ye this day who you will serve. Oh, we're a believer, you've given your life to Christ. There are still issues here and there. Little things that you are still struggling with. Oh, to be fair, some of these things, you've dealt with them for years. And then they wouldn't just go. They wouldn't just let you go easily. Remember, if Jesus comes now, the thought of that, does it worry you? Or does it make you smile? Make you imagine you know, those going to reign with him, living this sinful, messed up, stressful world. Only you can answer that question. So I would like us to have to say two prayers, and you can take time to pray these prayers. And the first is, God, please help me to finish strong. Many people started well. Many people have done exploits for God. They've been... They've, 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 been, they've, they've been believing for decades. Oh, some were even into ministries. Into ministry, rather. And they've done a lot for God. Something happened. Something happened. A little carelessness here, you know, here and there. And then they are nowhere to be found. And they've totally lost it. Some, they're only living on old glory. So please, ask God, help me. I need to finish strong. It doesn't matter where I am now. It doesn't matter, you know, where I've been with you. Help me that no matter what, help me to finish strong in Jesus' name. And then lastly, you need to cry to God. Father, please guard my heart so that I will not easily be distracted. Guard my heart so that I will not easily be distracted. And I will not easily be overwhelmed by the pleasures of, of life and also the pressures of life. There are pleasures and there are pressures. Whichever way, both can overwhelm a believer into destruction, into unbelief. So ask God, guard our hearts, guard our hearts, help us to make the right decisions. 
continuously, consistently. That audience will be a watchword and will be consistent and will be faithful. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' victorious name, we have prayed. And so, Father, I am grateful for this opportunity. Thank you for opening our minds. Thank you for your lights that has shone in our path. Help us. Help us. We do not want to throw away this beautiful gift, this gift that we do not deserve, <laughs> this gift that we, we, we could never have worked for, the gift of salvation. We don't want to throw it away due to our own unfaithfulness, due to our own inconsistency, due to our own unseriousness. Please help us. Help us that our yesterday will not be better than today or our tomorrow in terms of our work with you. Help us to be diligent. Help us to be focused. Help us to remain on the path that you have created for us. Blessed be your name forever. Thank you indeed. For in Jesus' victorious name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please guard your hearts diligently. Protect, you know, secure, you know, value this gift of salvation that you have received freely and by the mercies of God. And let's watch and pray. Let's open our eyes. Let's wash our faces. Let's always, you know, let's always, always, always ensure that we're working on our spiritual work. We are working our, we are working on our walk with God and we will be better for it. God bless you. Oh, today's podcast was the longest we've had in this whole series, but I'm sure that you were blessed by it. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Instagram or you can reach out to Mr. Tolu on Instagram. I'm going to drop our Instagram handles. So please, if you know that you're in the category of because I'm saved, I can do whatever I want, I'll still go to heaven. Please, I beg you that you should change your ways and repent. Someone taught me that repentance is not what you do at the altar, but repentance is a lifestyle. So you need a lifestyle of repentance to keep that salvation. And I pray that the Holy Spirit helps us in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening in today. I love you guys, but Jesus loves you more. Have a wonderful, wonderful week ahead. God bless you.